Don't look under the internet. I'm moving this along myself. I'm so confused. <laughs> I am drunk, apparently. I don't know what's happening. So, well, again, welcome to Don't Look Under the Internet. That's Jason. Hi. That's Doug. And I'm Margaret Thatcher. Oh, what do you have for us today, Margaret? Uh, Is it I, Margaret or Margaret? No, it's Marge. Merge. Merge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got this flag that I made for us. She's the one that made the flag, right? No. Who made the flag? Oh, what the fuck was her name? Betty Ross. Betty Ross. Betsy Betty Ross. Ross. Oh, yeah. I, Betty I'm, Crocker. I'm Betty Crocker. Martha Stewart. I'm all of them in one. <laughs> a combination. Uh, Cronen, Tupac. A Cronenberg. Tupac I'm Design. a Cronenberg monster of all of these people. Oh, God. Um... Today we have a pretty, I, I would say special topic, only because it was um, submitted from a listener. Yeah, one of you crazy people reached out to us and decided to torture us a little. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> uh, no, her, uh, so her name was Emily. She sent us an email saying, basically like, hey, Deludi, you know, I've been listening to your show and I think that this is something that you guys would really enjoy covering. It may not be a whole episode's worth of content, but... Damn damn it, we'll make it a whole episode. If we can make (laughs) Gargamel damn near a full episode, (laughs) I think we can make this a full episode. You're welcome for me getting us back on track so much. Yeah, that's... If if it weren't for Doug, that literally just would have been an episode about Gargamel and how he likes to turn... We're doing it again. Let's move forward. Also, (laughs) I'm moving. I'm really happy that... uh, the acronym Deludi is taken off, so very proud of that one. Oh yeah, well, what so does it stand for? Uh, do Lorax's undo time instances? Oh, it's very fitting. They don't. Very yes. fitting for today. <laughs> they don't, yeah. That is very fitting. It is. That. I think that's why I put it. But Weird. no, if you literally search "Don't look under the internet," it you won't really find us too much right now. I think we have to optimize our seo or some shit yes but yes we do if you search deludi we are like the first 20 goddamn search results on google especially if you go to deludi pod at linktree.com <laughs> boy does that work pretty well for everybody and we go to anywhere that podcasts are and just search deludi pod if you've noticed so Mike coddling his social baby. My social baby. <laughs> you well, get actually, a gold star for the day. Fun fact, I was on Spotify because shout out to last podcast on the left. Love those guys. Obviously. But I was looking up um, our different episode names just because, you know, I was curious. And we actually do pop up when you search some of the terms, except for Polybius for some reason. Really? Yeah. Out of all the ones we do? There's just so many Polybius that's fair. Things. It's been fucking beat into the ground. I don't know, man. It was but... on The Simpsons. Like once it's on The Simpsons, <laughs> you there's no guarantee that you're gonna be have any horse in that race at all. Simpsons did it. Mm-hmm. Speak- <laughs> God damn it. Speaking. Okay, a little back on track here. Um, thanks again, Emily. Shout out to Emily. Yeah, thank you, you so much, Emily. If any other listeners have any uh, requests that they want to hear from us, we will do it. 
We will shell out to you people. We love you so much. We've shouted her out and we haven't even said what we're doing. We are yet. covering. <laughs> we do. Okay, Mike, hold on one second. We do have one thing that we need to take care of real quick. Hurry. I can't hold it back much longer. Well, you have to. Yeah. Okay, go. So how, how much of the uh, Queers for Fears podcast have you listened to? Um, If it's more than one episode, you have a horse in this race. Okay, I would say, I, I think three episodes I listened to of her. I liked her uh, Leprechaun episode oh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. My, I think my favorite was the, uh, uh, the Mothman episode Ooh, they yeah. did. Yeah. Well, but that's also my favorite cryptid. Yeah, he's a um, so, as you guys kind of know, last time um, on post content, we had a uh, a little little mid roll surprise for one of our our friends' podcasts, um, Queers for Fears. Um, I just kind of wanted to, I don't know, shout about again. Well, talk about them for a little bit. Okay, just help them out. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, they're they're fun. Um, they do they do a lot of movie stuff, which I really enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. And I just noticed today. That they did a, a small portion of their episode on Junji Ito, which yep. I'm real upset about that they didn't hit me up for, because I own all those damn books, and I've seen all these fucking movies and animes, <laughs> but um, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not salty at all. No, if, like, so if you guys are enjoying what we're doing here, you'll, you'll more than likely enjoy what, what they're doing. It's horror-themed. Uh, it's two very, very good friends. They've known each other for, I think, Abby 25. Said, 25 years, yeah. It's a long fucking time to know somebody. That's too long, guys. It's time to break up. That's, I'd say, at least a third of your life, if not a quarter, depending on how long you plan on living. One of my favorites, if you want to go back at it, because I love hate the movie. They do one on the boy too. Um, that movie sucks ass, but I love it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, they they talk about it really well. So, if you want to go listen to that one, that's one of my personal favorites of theirs. If you guys want us to do a mystery science theater 3000 style like youtube video with queers for fears you should message us they don't know that i'm plugging this at all but if you guys <laughs> hit them. us up enough we can harass them and you know don't harass them <laughs> why not all right but if you're gonna harass them say nice things well i'm gonna harass them oh okay. they're so gonna email different. us this is our podcast let's say right. instead of harass let's let's have you raid their channel yeah and fill it with nothing but Deptford County. Yes, sir. Deptford County. County of Deptford. Where the hell is this gosh dang place? See, I've never heard of Deptford County. Me neither. I have not. But then again, anything outside of Illinois, I'm pretty (laughs) ignorant on. (laughs) That's fair. That is fair. It would make sense that someone sends us a place that we've never heard of, though. Yeah. I know it's somewhere near, like, Seattle, I think, right? Hey, guess where else it's near? Where? Portland, Oregon. <laughs> <gasps> One of the America's two best Portlands. If we keep plugging Portland, they have to let me into their subreddit, right? I would imagine I've so. I've been trying to get in there and be like, hey, you fuckers, listen to this. It's all about you. And yeah. they're like, no, we just want people from Portland. Three of the seven episodes we've done so far Wait. involve your fucking weird town. Very weird town. The pod in Diluti Pod stands for Portland, Oregon, dick dick (laughs) that's the lighthouse but no we're doing a uh a site sent to us from uh from emily one of our listeners so thank you again emily um she uh she sent this to us and kind of gave us a little bit, bit of a backstory saying hey here's this weird site that i found you know check it out it might be right up your alley and so here we are checking it out and 
I'm not gonna lie. When I first started looking at this, it I was like, why the why? Why would we do an episode on this? It's just a library index. Yeah, I was like, so what? Uh, we're supposed to talk about this town and and their <laughs> library. Doing. Their great public this, library system. This is yeah. the internet mystery. How does their library function so well? But the deeper I got into it, the more I realized, boy. Am I an amateur? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think we all kind of realized that from our fucking knee-jerk reaction of like, yeah, this is is normal. (laughs) It went from from us being like, wow, this one, I don't know how we're going to make an episode of this. And like five minutes later, we're like, oh, yeah, we can fucking pull some shit out of our ass for this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So just looking at this, what what is Deptford County? Well... How does one explain Deptford County? Anywhere, really. So let's let's start with how we even found it, I would say. Well, Emily sent it to us. Yes, through their public library website. Right. So let's talk about And that's it. (laughs) That's about it. I mean, honestly, it starts, it literally just starts with uh, looking at their Tumblr. Mm -hmm. That's kind of... It goes from their public library, and they have like a photo gallery... A, like link that you can click on and it just takes you right to their tumblr page yeah i think most like most times when you visit a website like i know me personally i'm just like do they have a gallery i can look at of pictures because i don't want to read anything <laughs> same so, pictures the books for our eyes <laughs> seriously Aren't so books just books for your eyes no those are shit <laughs> <laughs> books they're words for your eye holes. for your mouth <laughs> Oh my god. Um, delete what I said before, Jason, and instead replace the audio with, I'm smart. <laughs> can we, can we just get the guy from uh, from Rick and Morty being like, those are my eye holes. <laughs> eye um, hole, man. Anyways, so, I mean, looking into their Tumblr, which is a direct link from their library page, which, to me, is kind of confusing because... I don't know many libraries that have a Tumblr page out of all social medias. Same. You know, it's um, not the weirdest thing I've found on the internet, so... No, no. We could I do mean, a whole... We could do a season on weird shit you found. You used to watch full-length movies on Pornhub, so... Okay, real quick. They have whole- them! <laughs> it's not about the porn, it's about how I can find Cars 2 on Pornhub, <laughs> and it's ad-free. Man, I need, to teach, I need to teach you how to torrent a fucking movie. It takes two whole minutes. <laughs> Why would I do that when I can don't just have type to go to Pornhub.com? They also have games. Grumps episodes on there if you need to know. What? So does YouTube. Yeah, but it's different because then I can click over on boobies. It's right there. <laughs> Same screen. You've got your cream pies, you've got game grumps, and then you've got your double penetration. It's all right there. Yeah. It's like and a sexy sandwich. Yes. <laughs> I would love to be sandwiched. Let's get off the Dab- fact that Danny I go Abaddon. to Pornhub to watch movies. Let's go somewhere else with this conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a good transition because I used to use Tumblr purely for the porn, and they don't have that anymore, so I don't use Tumblr. Um, but that being said, this library does. So, uh, one of the things is, uh, their Tumblr mentions the word, like, live and well and live and well in Cascadia. Oh, yeah, like, good luck finding us. Yeah. The spirit of Cascadia is alive and well in Deptford. That's exactly what it is. Deptford, Not what I said, but Deptford, what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Deptford seems like the Carmen Sandiego of people. It's just... Again, what? isn't Carmen San Diego the Carmen, I mean, the San, Carmen Diego San Diego people? of, of counties? <laughs> <laughs> this is where I I post my retirement from the podcast. 
I mean oh, of counties. It's the Carmen God. San Diego of counties because they're, what do they say again? They're oh. like, where in the world? Where, where in the she? world is, catch us if you can in Cascadia. And she's doing the same type of thing. She's running all around. You know what I mean? Go, go, Doug, go. <laughs> so that being said, um, Cascadia, if you look that up, because uh, I had no idea what exactly that was, um, is a bioregion and bioregional movement located within the western region of North America. Potential boundaries differ, with some drawn along existing political state and provincial lines, uh, others drawn along larger ecological, cultural, political, and economic boundaries. The boundaries are generally those defined by the Cascadia bioregion, which is all it's kind like of part of Canada, some of like see like Washington and Oregon, right? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe like a small chunk of like Northern California, but it's basically along the West Coast for the most part. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, the, if you look at their Tumblr, it's really, really kind of just a lot of like nature photos and tons. There's a few people that they like consistently reblog their posts. So if you're unfamiliar with Tumblr, it's basically you either post pictures or you reblog other people's pictures and. It's just a it's just a picture blog. Is that like a retweet on Twitter? Pretty much. Yeah, more or less. I've so, never been on Tumblr, so I I have a Tumblr and it. it was a lot of fun back in the day. It was uh it was just very like pornographic. Well, <laughs> when I actually used Tumblr, it wasn't just pornography. There was a lot of pornography on Tumblr, but There was also smut. <laughs> smuff, smuff, smuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there in particular are these like nature, hiking, like nice, you know, beautiful sunsets and stuff like that and they take a lot of pictures from this uh two accounts in particular that I noticed called Burning Mime and the 69th Dimension. Both of their blogs are pretty much just more nature and hiking and that's it i will will say the 69th dimension they post more he does experimental photography which was pretty cool actually some of his stuff is actually really really awesome so check that tumblr out if you want i don't want to message him and be like can we just have your art because it's very similar to what we use yeah right (laughs) very very similar a lot of long aperture settings and stuff like that which make the photos look really really cool but yeah um yeah, I mean, there's just, like, uh, you get a lot of these pictures, but then there are a few, like, actual word-written posts. Um, the newest post they have is actually from March 2021. but Recent. Ref- very recent, actually. But the last post before that newest post was actually from March of 2020. So there's this weird year of silence, I mean, that does fall right in place with the whole pandemic happening and all that shit, so... That's a good... You yeah, never know. Man right yeah especially so, in the past whoever, year whoever was taking care of the public library's social media tumblr just wasn't an essential worker <laughs> so it got kind of laid off for the time being sorry barb but uh sometimes oh, it happens um barb's our friend who's a librarian <laughs> um so you get yeah you get all this nature stuff um but they like i said they have a couple of these word blogs that they posted um we get one from february 23rd of 2014 and all it says is, remember, February ends on the 26th. Thanks. But, no. <laughs> it it doesn't, though. It sure didn't. Um, Maybe a leap year? That's 29. <laughs> I thought all February's ended in 29. Nope, 28. 28. Oh. 29th is the leap year. Mm-hmm. So once every four years. I'm learning. Never 26. Yeah, that would be... Except uh, for, obviously, in Deptford, apparently. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's a weird one. Um, 
They mentioned that there was a big Doctor Who movie gathering that played at the AMC 14 that Angela K, the manager, was really excited for people to come down. Um, and then we get, I'm kind of going backwards on this. I'm just, cause Tumblr goes from, you know, newest to yeah. the most, the least latest post. That's okay. Um, so then we get October 9th, 2013. Uh, they announce a poetry reading with an appearance by the mayor and that it will all take place at the coffee house. Is it the um, mayor from, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? I wish. That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be great. That'd be pretty Spinny sweet. head, no? zippy mouth and everything. Um, happy sad. May- happy sad. Mayor Spinny Head Zippy Mouth. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's his actual service. Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, we have a uh, we have another post on uh, September sixteenth of twenty thirteen about an annual beer tasting at WC Brewery, um, and they mentioned that the mayor uh, Mayor Fiorello um, would be there, and that I guess uh, some caterers were going to be there, and they were really excited about the turnout. And this was uh, their their names were Ptolemy and Mama Rosa. Um, just kind of digging into some of these names, um, didn't find much. Um, mayor Fiorello, if you look him up, um, all you get on like Google is just a mayor from back in the day of from New York, who was apparently like the best mayor they ever had. Did a bunch of like good political whoa, whoa, things whoa. and what about Rudy Giuliani though? Okay, okay, yeah. all right. I'm gonna skip that. <laughs> he helped us. America's with mayor. America's mayor for the month after 9/11. Yes, and then he turned into. No, he's America's mayor still. And if you want to contact him, just start searching like just lawn find and Trump's garden boot. shops. <laughs> God damn it, Gotti. <laughs> Look up. Get that political with younger woman. hot take. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. Just watch the Borat movie, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second one. Um, but yeah, so you get, like I said, you get Fiorello Henry LaGuardia from New York. Um, like I said, people claim that he's the best mayor New York ever had. Don't know what that has to do with anything, but that's all I could find. Um, and then Ptolemaeus, um, just because the name is kind of odd, I looked that up. Um, they were a, uh, mathematician, astronomer, yep. natural philosopher, geographer, and astrologer for several scientific works. Um, three of which were important to laser, laser, later <laughs> Byzantine, uh, Islamic and Western European science. Important for laser eye surgery. <laughs> Man, that's some old research yeah, for laser eye surgery. <laughs> I don't know. But other than that, their Tumblr kind of... Doesn't have much to work with. The only other thing I saw was they mentioned that some, you know, stuff happened on Route 33. There was a minor fender bender or something like that. There's, it seems like a bunch of updates. Yeah, it's pretty much that. And, hmm. I mean, not that it matters, but, like, I couldn't even, like, Google find a Route 33 in the Washington region. So I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm it might have been on. renamed or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, it could have. So besides the Route 33 thing, um, the last thing I noticed on their Tumblr was... At the very bottom, you see it says observer, observer, that's a word, (laughs) observer theme by Zach Sultan. And when you click on that, which I wasn't really expecting to be able to click on, it brings you to Zach Sultan's product designer at Slack page. It's very weird. It's like his own blog. Um, And it just leads you into these weird series of pictures, his Twitter just a bunch of weird things. His Twitter's strange. I'm sorry. I know. Isn't Sultan 
from fucking not Zoltan. Dude, my co- Zol- oh, okay. Not Zoltan. Zoltan. Sultan. Oh, yeah. Zach Sultan. Yeah. Not, Zoltan. <laughs> not, no, not that. Okay, cool. It's, if you, you guys know, want to visit his Twitter, what? Go ahead. I was just, you gave me that, like, side eye. Like, I looked at you and you're just like, no. And I think you knew what I was talking <laughs> I about. I did. <laughs> I was like, I see where you're going, but. The hamster's wheel is moving slowly. And... The, the hamster has a flat tire. <laughs> well, so, like, you get all these weird pictures. Um, like, just off the bat, like, the first, some of the first things you see is, like, we are not going in circles. We are going upwards. The path is a spiral, and we have already climbed the steps. And it also says that he works for Slack, which, those of you who don't know, I use Slack as a company-wide chat platform uh, right. where I work. And I'm pretty sure Kelly does, too. But it's just, like, who is this man, and why is he posting this weird shit when he's building platforms for Slack? Yeah. <laughs> and why is he why building is Deptford County's library tumbler? Right. Maybe they paid him very handsomely. I mean... If they did... Uh, where's his name aside from... <laughs> right at the bottom. Yeah, like... I why mean, is he a part of it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just strange. There's just, I have the answers here? I'm an idiot. To, be, a, <laughs> to be fair, it's like a, a very local like website like it's meant yeah. for one town it's not like you're going to google where they have their fucking attributions and like all their their shit nailed down because they have to because they're google this is just a website for a town so it's like okay well zach sultan was a part of some stuff here let's not highlight his link make you search Hide him for at it. the bottom <laughs> right yeah, it's it, it is strange, and like I said, his blog is even more strange. Just considering that the like the clickable links are, you know, to his blog homepage, to the internet ads, which are just more weird pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, his Twitter account, and then an archive of all of his stuff. And I mean, you could spend a whole day just clicking through this crap and seeing the weird things that he's posting. But that that as far as the Tumblr goes, that's pretty much. Pretty much where we we end on that note. Yeah, there's not much substance there. There is no substance here. Oh, the callback! Another callback. <laughs> there are there are there's a bit more like not necessarily on the Tumblr page, but on the public library page in general. Um. Oh right, the it's almost like an update board. Yeah, like the public notices and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So on 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 the public library. A website you'll see another sidebar where it's about public notices where it gives you like updates on what's going on around the town and it's little things like there's one about a cat that was found with a collar that reads mittens and there's a response back that says you know mittens was found um or i don't want that cat anymore just keep him like, <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny there's another one where it's like uh because deptford is spelled d-e-p-t-f-o-r-d there's one that the the title is just the P in Deptford, and then the, let's flip it upside yeah, down. Let's make it a B to to make it more display it can, how well our government yeah, is to display how the government's things. going. And there's another one that's just fish compost. You open it up, it just says fish compost. That is my favorite link on <laughs> this entire site. It's fantastic. Um, it's amazing. Um, there's th- there's a bunch of like updates, which is fun. There's also another one that talks about a storm that they had. Uh, apparently, at some point. Like, the Seattle area went, like, two months without sunshine and just rain and stuff, which is Fuck. pretty depressing. It's but very also, common, though, for that area. Se- you know, a funny joke about Seattle? Go ahead. You want to hear it? Yeah. 
it it rains there. This episode is brought to you by Maker's Mark. <laughs> the liquid courage you need to make a podcast. <laughs> Other than that, though, there's not much on here that matters to right now. Like, again, there's another one that's like Moral Winters, where it's like, forget about the sun for right now. I want those delinquents out of here. And it's just <laughs> well, it's some like weird if, shit. It's like if you visit your local town's notice page. Yeah, it's, it's like, no, it's, I'll do you even one better. It, go to your, like, if you live in, like, a condo complex or, like, how I live in an area that has a Facebook page, go to your condo complex's Facebook page. That's kind of what this looks like a little bit. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen, like, the ring, like, the doorbell ring thing yeah, where yeah. people can talk about their community? That's what this reminds me of, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. The, the fun thing is, too, you can submit a post as well. Oh, I did. I did, too. Fantastic. <laughs> it didn't get posted. Nope. I'm sure it got filtered well, out. Pe- because... people, at, people at home, if you want to submit a post, go ahead. Please. Just, oh, everybody that listens to this, please just, just Deludi, bombard. Deludi brought me here. Yes. Yes. Don't look onto the internet. Let them know. Blow them up. Yeah. Right up their butthole. There is. <laughs> Blow their butthole. There is one link on up. here, which is pretty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There is one link on here, which uh, I highly recommend looking at. All of you at home that are listening to this, I don't want to start a trend here by saying, follow fucking along, but this this gets interesting the more you look at it. So I highly recommend looking at this stuff uh, along with us, because you're going to be very entertained by looking at this physically, while also listening to an audio description of stuff. Absolutely. So if you're here... You were probably interested in the same shit that we are. Yeah, so really, all you have to really do, the, the website for the uh, the public notices is depfort.neocities.org, and that gives you a link back to the public library's uh, link as well. So you can explore all of this with us if you want to. Um, I highly recommend it. When I saw the Neocities uh, link, like, title, I, I got really excited because I, I thought it was going to take me to Neopets. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> all of mine are shit. dead. Oh yeah, I'm sure oh, all of mine are dead. I haven't fed them in years. Oh, I was like eleven. Blamfort's dead. Blamfort. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty that was sure. My fish thing's name. I'm sorry. Pretty. Jet Sam. Yeah. Yes. His name was Jet Sam. Are no, we that's do a like fucking Neopets episode. We might as well because <laughs> I used to play that in like middle school when I had nothing better to do. Dude, it was like I would I would come home from school. I would get on the computer, I would spend some time on Neopets, I would play, I think it was called, like, Mafia Wars or some bullshit, where you were, like, doing some weird things. Yes. And then playing RuneScape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. QB108, that's my RuneScape username. (laughs) Find me. (laughs) That's a subtle Naruto reference right there. My buddies was literally up the butt T69. Fuck yeah. Of course. Of course it was. Like, for those of you who don't know, Neopets is, like... Tamagotchi for dickheads. More or less. <laughs> I can't believe I cannot believe I'm the one that's gonna do this. I'm gonna get us back on track here. Oh my god, thank Holy you. Holy shit, please. Oh my to god. To be fair, me and Jason have been drinking quite a bit tonight. <laughs> and um we have no filter anymore, so there we go. No. So the one the one strange link <laughs> that you find on the public notices form. Um, is a link titled Weird Link on Library Homepage. Um, would you Jason, say it's weird? I would say it's pretty dang weird. 
well, pretty uh, dang fun. Jason, you you give me, you go, you tell me a thing about this, and I'll tell you how it's fun and weird. Okay, I expect you to do that. Okay. Okay, so Mike's going to tell you how this is fun and weird. There's a, a link here. It's fun. That says weird link on library homepage. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Base is covered. <laughs> So you click on it and it just says, notice something on the DCPL homepage after screwing around in source. Might just be a cataloging glitch. I don't know. And it says, check it out. And it's a link. And if you click it, it takes you to kind of like a directory. But yeah, it just says index missing. And then it gives you five different options that are all links. And the first one says the saint, followed by a shout box. Transmissions from Homestead, Trudy House, and the Vents. What? <laughs> At all? So, so far, this has been a normal fucking library index page. Basically informing you about what's happening in the, in the town of Deptford County. And then you get here. None of these things make sense. So if you click through them, you're going to find a bunch of different... Uh, it's going to link you to different areas. The first one being the Saint. Now, the Saint is a, I think it's like a 30-page-ish 30, 30 uh, like short story. Yeah, I didn't uh, expect to find literature on a public library website. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> so, I just want to clarify a few things here. There's so much that surround uh, Deptford County. Uh, we all kind of took our own pathways through this so yeah. like some of us haven't read everything on this um so if you hear us being confused that's why yeah. it's because like the things that i present as like information is new to both mike and doug the things that doug's going to talk about might be new to mike and i like we all we break it up because we have to break it up yeah, otherwise the- we'd release i don't know one episode a month yeah <laughs> maybe yeah. The, yeah. The, the amount that we discovered in this that is really fun uh, it it was enough to break up between the three of us to where some of us don't have all the info while others have a little bit more or less and we broke it up respectively because putting all that on one person is sucks uh, each of us is crazy <laughs> so this is very well one of those things where you know we're gonna be learning as we go just as much as you people are yeah we each have our own expertise in different areas of each topic that we go over. If you guys haven't noticed that yet. If you're just joining us for the first time. Hi. Go hello. back to the beginning. <laughs> you're in the wrong spot. Yeah. Stop no, no, starting no. podcasts halfway through. You can start here. It's fine. I still love you. Mike, what's what's our podcast name? For those people who are joining us halfway through the goddamn episode. It's Don't Look Under the Internet. Perfect. Welcome to Don't Pod. <laughs> you can find us at linktree.com slash Pod, Or Jesus. even on like YouTube if you look up Don't Look Under the Internet. Or I'm pretty sure Deludi Pod as well. He's he's going to keep going. Shameless plug for the podcast that you're listening to. Here we go. Because apparently you don't know about it. <laughs> but... So this hidden index, or this missing index on the Deptford County Public Library page, um, the first selection is called The Saint, and it takes you to this short story, a PDF of a short story, about uh, something, it's titled Saint Concubine. I'm not going to lie, I was real sad. Isn't a concubine like a Japanese Concubine is, it's just a prostitute. It doesn't have to be Japanese. Oh, God. 
It's just like overall prostitute. Oh, okay. I thought concubine was like a... a, a, I've never heard that in like America. I I don't go to Vegas and the people that... You want to meet up with a concubine, (laughs) sweetheart? It's like a fucking 14th century term. Yeah, yeah, you got a bunch of concubines over here. So wait, have you gone to Vegas and you were like, hey, where are the hookers at? No, but they're on the street. You know where they're at. <laughs> you don't That's have to the ask. Problem. Well, next time you see one, them, it's calling them hooker or concubine. That's the problem. <laughs> Choose concubine. It's uh, they prefer it more. It's like formal. <laughs> Are you a concubine? Why, yes, sir, I am. Would you like me to suckle your penis tip? No, they're going to be like, would you like to have coitus? <laughs> All proper. <laughs> it's the professional. Is my ankle sexy? <laughs> Ma'am. That's just enough ankle. (laughs) (laughs) So, the story, St. Concubine. um, Again, please feel free to read any of these. Uh, They're all pretty decently written literature. Um, This one will make you very sad. It's literally about this girl who goes to school, has an abusive father, a mother that drinks... She gets pregnant, and then her mother dies, and her father just leaves. And she's left to just be by herself. And she has to basically decide if she wants to keep this baby or not. She does keep the baby. Mike, your Sorry, allergies. Yeah, my allergies are awful today. God. Um, They're awful almost every time we record. Well, it makes you sound like a dog. I know. It's, it's a sinus issue. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's the story of this girl who basically tries to make it through all of these different life hardships and it ends with her family dying. (laughs) That's what a great story to read to your children. I don't know what to pull from it because I was just fucking sad the whole time. Um, I looked through names. I looked through, uh, different accounts. Um, the only thing that stood out was really that this is located Around Deptford County. They mentioned oh. Seattle, they mentioned Washington, they mentioned Oregon. Like it's it's here. But the girl herself, she lives in like Indiana or something. Like uh, the, the ma- classic Indiana concubine. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of the story takes place in Indiana and they mention uh oh she goes to Burning Man and she fucks some guy that gets her pregnant and it's just depressing. I mean can you imagine a more depressing story than some girl who just gets knocked up at Burning Man, loses her family, and now has to figure out how to deal with life? I'm sure that happens every year. It does, but no one <laughs> writes short stories about it. Well, there's that one book, um, Precious, or the movie Precious, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, based off the book that I don't remember the name of. That's a pretty depressing book. There's a lot of very depressing events that happen. All I'm saying is that this shares... That tag with those things. You're not wrong. Depressing. Yes. You know what else is depressing? Hmm. 9-11. Never forget. Never forget. Rudy Giuliani. God damn it. Full circle? Full ass. Full ass. Always full ass. Um, But no, there's not a whole lot to this Saint Concubine story. Um, It's it's well written, but I don't know what has to do with the Deptford County Public Library. Well, it is a story, story book, book library. Well, I just played I just fucking chain reaction here. <laughs> like, I just don't know what it's doing on like a hidden archive. Like, why isn't it 
up front. Why do you have to dig through four pages of bullshit to get to it? Let's ask Zach Sultan. Why do you have to bypass a, a, a fucking link called Fish Compost to get to this? I because don't understand. That's what's important. <laughs> this doesn't seem like one of those things that uh, you know when you're in Deptford County they have on one of their like pamphlets at a rest stop. <laughs> that's fair. That's very fair. Right next to the gas station sushi. Yeah, which <laughs> sometimes you need to eat to get worms, and then the worms make you better people. Nice Futurama. I love the Futurama reference. It's one of the better episodes. <laughs> oh God, yes. So the the Saint Concubine was not the only thing on that list, right? No, there's so there's uh, five separate missing links. I guess we can call them. Um, the second one is titled Shoutbox, <laughs> which it led me to a bunch of conclusions right off the bat. Um, it's interesting. So it leads you to this video that's posted on YouTube. Um, so you could actually find the Deptford County YouTube channel if you want. It's got a few videos on there. And they go over things that are kind of similar to this. They're similar, but they all are very disjointed. Uh, so the second one is called Shoutbox. And it... Interesting, to say the it, least. It's very interesting. <laughs> um, you, you, let's. I kind of want to, instead of explaining how this begins, I kind of just want to show people. Auto-generating. Entry one, one, one. Calibrating. Calibrating. Unique New York. Unique New York. What do we do? When the abyss calls, calls. Testing, testing, testing. This recording assumes the author known as Sugar Beard. We answer. And that is the first snippet you kind of hear of this video. Yeah, it, it, it definitely you get, you know, robot vibes. Yeah, I mean, it, what's it calibrating? Obviously. Why is it doing vocal warm-ups if it it's a robot? It sounds like a, my Siri having a bad day. Yeah. Unique New York. Eh. But it, it's followed by a guy that just repeats the exact same thing, who is very clearly not like a robot or a computer or an AI. And after that's all done, it just launches into this guy's, like, story. Voice. It's like a voice diary, kind of. Yeah, he's like... He's Telling a story in, like, chapters. More or less, like yeah. A, like a diary. I guess that is a good way of putting it. And I think it's more of like an, like an audio diary, audio journal, just because he doesn't go back to edit anything. And it, you can definitely tell that he fucks up a lot of what he's saying, and then he just, like, repeats what he just said. Like, he's trying to make a second cut for it, but never goes back and Exa finishes it. That's exactly what I was thinking. It sounds like when, like, if you were to say a sentence like, I'm saying this sentence. And you fuck it up, and, and he's you're like, like, I'm saying this parafruit. Yeah, he, he'll say oh. something like, instead of I'm saying this sentence, he'll be like, I'm saying this, I'm saying this sentence, and like repeat himself, but it's left in. Like he's supposed to cut it later. Yeah, I mean, we do that shit all the time. Yes, Spoiler. but we do cut it. Actually, no, we record every episode perfectly Live, and flawlessly. Yeah, every episode is, the recording time is the exact same time as the episode length. It's... Don't give away the movie magic. <laughs> you should be good at what you do. 
Uh, we definitely didn't break to take the dog outside. No, no, no none shit. of that happened. No, those are my allergies. Yeah, Mike's allergies. Dirt. Need to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it it definitely is like it 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 gives off the impression to me that this person's like reading off a script. Yeah, you know, and and he's fucking it up. the The very first part doesn't fit at fucking all. Like you don't know why they're saying unique New York. I'm assuming to they they say it to calibrate, you know, something. So you do eventually get kind of an idea of what this AI is kind of calibrating. Um, as it goes through, it tells the story of this guy who is going to college, and he—I mean—he seems kind of like a little bit of a misfit, and he gets offered this job. Literally just listening to audio recordings for a company or platform called Shoutbox. And he's like, yeah, it's a pretty cool gig because I can work from home and I don't have to leave my dorm and I can still go to class and I make a bunch of money and it's awesome. Yeah, they they give him like 10 bucks an hour. Yeah. And he just sits there and just listens to stuff. I mean, in college, I think I was making like 4 to $5 an hour or something doing the, like the campus work. The oppression of modern college yeah we can we could go off on a rant about capitalism all <laughs> goddamn day long um maybe we'll start a podcast we need called. to dismantle the establishment board by board <laughs> um but no it's like he starts talking about how he goes to this like gathering and he goes to this other party and he talks about his life and then he starts talking about what it's like to work for shoutbox and you kind of find out that he gave up drinking for a, a long time, and then listening to whatever audio recording he he listened to drove him back to drinking. And he says, "Like I had drinks tonight." And I, yeah, you can hear him. He's he sounds drunk. He's drunk. Some of these too. He's like, yeah. "I've had, I've downed almost a whole bottle of Jack." Mm-hmm. It's Gross. first time having a drink in five months, and it's like, "Oof, buddy." Yeah, back so, on the wagon. So, like, what are these recordings? Um. But then it goes forward, and he starts talking more about, like, a girlfriend. I forget. Callie, I think, is her name. I believe so, yeah. Um, And then he talks about going to this coffee bar, and it's full of hipsters, and it's like, there's a concert going on. Or yeah, like, he is in the I Portland area. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he dialed the dream survey and left a weird dream <laughs> about it. Yeah, it's it's funny, because, you know, not to call back to our first episode, but this this portion does give off futile... Oh. vibes pretty strong especially with this next part yeah. so he goes to this like hipster coffee shop with his girlfriend and there's a show playing and it's just this little tiny setup in the back of the coffee shop coffee bar sorry he makes a very 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 like adamant point that it's not a coffee shop it's a coffee bar you'd know if you lived in portland right <laughs> um and after a while, like, the headlining band comes on and his girlfriend's watching it and he says like I just need some air and he walks outside and he sees these what he describes as like Korean telephone booths that kind of pique his interest a little bit. Um, he gets away from the people and he like has a moment to himself and he sees these things. He walks over to them and he notices that um, it says Shoutbox. Kind of, it's not very legible, but it's inscribed like in the booth. And he goes to touch the door and it like it vibrates a whole bunch and he's weirded out by that. And then somebody opens the door. And says, "Ha Like she's all yours," and yeah. walks out. You're next. It's like, like what, what the fuck? Um, 
and that's when he uh, he kind of steps inside. And Mike, I know you have a little bit more info than I do on this. What happens when uh when he yeah. steps inside? So when he steps inside, he gets this like robot voice that does sound kind of similar to the one that we heard in that audio that you played. Um, and it it says essentially like, "Hey, you're free to confess whatever you want here. It's recorded." Say whatever you want. Oh, it's like a confessional. Yeah, it's a confessional, which that's why it brings me back to Futel. That's, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he talks about how he misses his dog. And he uh, misses this girl named Agnes, or Angie, sorry. Angie, 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 Angie. Uh, Agnes. Misses this girl named Angie. Uh, And he's like, fuck it, I'm done. And he goes to walk out, and he just goes on with his day. Um, it isn't until later when he's doing his job, which is again reviewing audio throughout the, the this whole video is an hour long throughout the video. there are like random snippets of like other people talking oh, right, right, <laughs> yeah, right in the beginning, like maybe like thirteen minutes in, there's just a guy that just goes. I'm addicted to Minecraft. It's like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? That, if you think Mike's being facetious, that was a legit, decent impersonation of what the sound. And like. it's like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? But you, you realize as you go, that's his job. He's listening to confessions that other people have done in these booths. And the way you find that out is, um, he's doing his job one day and he hears his own recording and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, you know, he he put two and two together. I work for a company that is called Shoutbox. I went into a Shoutbox. This must be what I've been hearing this whole time. Right. So throughout this whole hour-long video, you'll hear other people's confessions just sprinkled in. So he he messages, like, his, his boss, and he's like, yo, I, I just heard my name. Like, I, I mean, I heard my own audio. What's up with that? And his boss is like, don't you ever go back to these shout boxes ever again. You're not supposed to be in there. You're not supposed to listen to your own audio. Like, prepare to hear from HR. <laughs> he's like, well, were- fuck you. <laughs> like, he gets pretty pissed about it. He's like, well, fuck you. Like, no one told me this. Right. I didn't sign an NDA or anything. Like, I can do whatever I want. And, and they're like, mm. Yep. And he, he just starts causing, like, issues with the, like, HR department and everything. Yeah. Um, But essentially, he just starts, like, leaving these little, like, vlogs about early these little audio snippets about you know every day that he's at work he's like man it's so weird like listening to these people's confessions listening to what these people want he he literally says it's like i'm a god that can't do anything to help these people i hear their wants their needs uh their their sins and i can't do anything to help them hmm. it's a tough spot to be in yeah and th- that's what causes him to start getting back into heavy drinking he's like it's it's hard listening to all this stuff i could see that so, like, where, where does it all culminate to? Does it have, like, a climactic ending? So, yeah. So, after a, a couple, um, like, I guess, inputs from him, each one is labeled. Like, there's, uh, like, uh, like, like, episode one, episode two, episode... They're, they're all labeled, like, one, two, three, four, five, up until I think it's, like, 30 or something. Mm-hmm. We're getting, like, close to the end, and you hear a uh, recording from... Angie, this woman that he mentioned before, you hear her say like, oh, hey, I miss you. Can't wait to see you. I love you. And then you hear him just after that, he gets pissed. He's like, what the fuck? I can't believe they played that shit. What kind of mind games are you trying to play? Mm-hmm. He, he like goes to email his boss, Michael, 
And he's like, I'm not playing this shit. Angie died over a year ago. How could I hear her voice now? How is that her voice? Is she even dead still? Mm-hmm. And so he emails Michael. They get, he gets nothing back. After that point, because he keeps harassing like HR and like Michael about why the fuck he heard his dead ex-girlfriend at this point's voice. Um, that's when the company starts kind of like stepping in. <laughs> like he <laughs> he gets emails about how he's being terminated. The police are showing up to his his dorm when he's not there. He gets court-martialed. Um, the like company like finds a way to like freeze his student loan assets and his bank assets. So they like fuck him up. It's like a fucking like Snowden type it's of like situation. A Requiem for a dream. I've never seen it, but oh. okay. Not so much with the freezing like assets, but same kind of downhill tumble that AS to AS. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it, God. <laughs> it definitely seems like that. Like that this company is like, oh shit, he stumbled upon something he wasn't supposed to. Damn. We gotta get rid of this person. And so he kind of goes on the run, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um he actually his his boss Michael quits. He gets in touch with that boss and he realizes that boss was going through the same type of thing that he was. So they kind of pair up to figure out what the fuck is going on with this company. At the end of everything, it it's them getting they they find their way to the headquarters of this company and they go into the headquarters and they're like, "You know, we're going to go in just hoping that they just stop whatever they're doing and leave us alone. We'll apologize, we'll work out a deal with them if we have to." And then it just ends the audio ends with a woman saying, thank you both of you for coming back to us. Let's try to move past this as best we can. That is spooky. Mm-hmm. So after this video called Shoutbox, uh, the next entry on this hidden index is something called Transmissions from the Homestead. And this is... You can find this in two locations. Uh, the first one is in this little hidden index, and the second one is... You're going to have to dig a little bit deeper to get there. I'm not going to share where it is, but it's like a scrolling text. It's got like that classic 80s internet tech wave background. Um, anyone seen Hacker Man? <laughs> or not Hacker Man, uh, Kung Fury. <laughs> the Hacker Man portion where he, the, he hacks him into the internet. It looks like the background looks just like that. This is the just follow along with the public library part, probably because this is the easiest way to get there. Yeah, yeah. you can see all the text as opposed mm. to waiting for it to scroll through it. Yeah, mm. once you click on the transmissions from Homestead, it gives you five different links you can click on that give you this full portion. Right, or you can just click on the archive, which takes you through the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um, and so it starts off with what was the date, Mike? Uh, the like, date was zero six two 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 nine. So, right off the bat, like two nine. Nope, <laughs> we're, we're not. <laughs> we either haven't arrived there, or we've long or since been passed there. it. Yeah. Um, and in my opinion, when I started reading this, I I kind of leaned more towards like the nineteen twenty nine, just because of the setting. So it talks about um this man named Wesley Carnahan mainly initial wc and he ends all of his his little entries like this and so this is another like journal entry from either somebody from 1929 or 2029 i'm not sure you be the judge 
It does talk a lot about a little AI companion that he calls Turkey, which like is like a drone. Yeah, about, he, he describes it as like a bumblebee it, the size of his fist. Right. And he also describe he also says that people might be afraid of seeing it, which again, 1929, I feel like would they'd be way more terrified of a fist-sized bumblebee yeah. <laughs> drone than 2029 because we have those already. Yeah, there is a point because the whole thing is that his he calls it the homestead. It's like his house flooded. Yeah. So he goes to stay at this inn, but he like sent the bird turkey or thing. It, was it called Cadence? Is the town? Yeah, Cadence. Yeah, Cadena, Kade- something like that. Cadence, Cadena. I think it's Cadence. He he sent like the turkey drone over there to like let him know he's coming, and they almost shot it down because they weren't aware of what the fuck it was. Right. And so it's it's this several. It's it's a long it's eleven a chapters. Of, yeah, it's a lot of entries about this man Wesley who. Is interacting with, you know, like his one neighbor, um Cal Merrick. Yeah, Cal Merrick. Um, how he's trying to like drain his property with these diesel pumps. But he also has like perimeter security that this drone sets up for him to where if something comes on his property, he gets an alert immediately and they tell him exactly where it's from. And I'm like it doesn't sound like twenty nine. Yeah, but then he also has a typewriter that he writes his like journalist articles on so yeah and it's it's very it's weird it's very very strange um but for the first few it just talks about how like his trips to town and his trips back and the like his like some critter setting off the security system um and then he starts talking about these lights in the sky followed by a crash and an ash cloud and then nothing and he doesn't go investigate right away just because what happened was is the flood happened and he's been trying to drain his property. It started raining a whole bunch and so he had to work extra hard. One of his pumps broke down and this is all happening as he sees these lights in the sky. He hears the crash and he kind of makes a mental note like, okay, I need to go over there later. He finishes up with what he was doing. The next day, he starts heading over there and that's when he runs into his neighbor Cal Merrick who says, like, hey, let's have a chat, which is a very strange chat indeed. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's like finishing up, like, working on his roof before he, like, goes, goes off on this adventure, and Cal just comes up to him, um, because, like, I guess, like, the day before, he went to Cal's home to just check up on him, and Cal's house was just fucked up. Just fucked. And he's yeah. like, hmm, I'll leave a note and let Cal know that uh, I'm thinking of him. And the next day, he sees Cal, and Cal's like, oh, yeah, I had a dream. Uh, he's like, I he's like, I hope Cal's okay. And the next day, Cal just comes up. He's like, I had a dream. This, like, alien came down to me and was like, leave your house, because these creatures are going to come, and they're going to fuck your home up. So, leave now. Take this backpack. It's got a purple, glowy rock in it, a golden, golden needle, needle. <laughs> and just go to town and stay there for the night. These creatures won't hurt you there. And... Cal's telling our, our man Wesley this story, and he gives Wesley the rock, and Wesley's like, alright. He says something cryptic, like, they like they said you'd know what to do with it, or something, yeah, like, yeah, something like that. They're, they're like, you give this to the person you care the most about, and they're like, he's like, okay, so I'll give it to you, Wesley. My horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives the rock to Wesley, and Wesley's like, oh, this is a warm-ass purple rock. Mm-hmm. And Cal just goes upon his day like nothing happened he just turns and leaves like nothing happens he's like he didn't give a rock to wesley or nothing and and it's very weird because wesley's like he just told me about this weird ass dream where 
creatures attacked his home and his home was fucked up. But he doesn't care. Doesn't give a shit. D- apparently Here's not. Here's a rock. Here's a rock. Go crazy. I'm leaving. Yep. <laughs> um, so after that, it kind of goes more into how he he starts looking at the rock and he starts studying it a bit and he tries to figure out what it can be good for. And then he remembers he was fixing his property. And the rain starts up again and he starts fixing the pumps because one of them breaks down again. And then... He says some strange traveler comes by and literally walks up to him without him knowing he's even there and goes, you look like you use some help. And his, his wrench just broke. And this man has a wrench with him for some reason. And so they start fixing the pumps. And after not a word was said. Yeah, they're just silently just <laughs> fixing yeah, shit together, exactly. just in the quiet. And then afterwards he goes, so like, so what's, what's your name? And they, they talk a bit. And he mentions that he should visit the crater and that he will whatever he finds will benefit him mm-hmm. and he like wesley kind of like thinks for a sec he turns back to him the guys he sees him like walk around his house to go leave and this man is like a man it's like a tall pale, pale man, man with like a bowler hat On a pale horse i ride <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, exactly. But he's just a tall, pale man with, like, a bowler hat. That's all that's really described yeah. about him. Some um, motherfucking men in black. Essentially. That was the thing I thought of. It's Valiant Thor. This, especially because as he goes around the corner to his house to follow this guy, keep in mind that he lives by himself. Like, there's a river near him, and it's just open land. Walks around his house. Nothing. Gone. Just disappeared thin air. Um... The only thing he gets from that guy before he leaves is he's like, you know, thank you for helping me. Can I give you money? Can I give you a drink? Can I give you anything? Like, sad hand job. What's he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sad hand job, please. And the only thing he gets out of him is his name, and he just calls himself Mr. He just calls himself Mr. Cold. Mr. Cold, which I don't know. That's a weird fucking name. <laughs> Today, nineteen twenty nine, twenty twenty nine. I don't care. It's weird as shit. Very. Um. So after this, he like. He rests for the night, and then he decides to head over to the crater. And to me, this is the most interesting part of the goddamn story. It's mm-hmm. the very, very, very end. And so he goes to this crater, and he works his way down. And he finds... What is he? He finds something. He finds a... It's like an engine. Well, he describes it as, like, he thinks it's an engine. Yeah. All, all he knows, it's like this cool blue metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever him and Turkey, his little, like, bumblebee drone thing got close to it, uh, it, like word to life, it, yeah, it like word to life, and it shot out like this jolt of electricity, and it stunned his little turkey drone thing, and just knocked it out for the time. And so he just kind of put like a leather like yeah. blanket over it, and just hauled it off to his homestead, which is his, I guess, cabin. He talks about making his current electronic situation better. Yeah, he he talks about just instruments. Yeah, he he talks about how this thing just upgrades whatever. I, I, sounds like whatever it touches just think, upgrades. Think of like if you think, took a wrench, and then it became an arc like spanner from D and D. Just like think upgrade from Ben Ten. That's what yeah. it did. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. Exactly, and that it it doesn't really go into much more after. No, that. He, he finds says, this thing and he says like, "This is cool." Yeah, and that's he essentially just talks about how this thing allows him to do better communication rather than the way that he's doing it now, which we're assuming is like paper form. And it's the way that he's communicating with now, he calls it short term. He says that this thing will help him do long term or long range communication. So, yeah, he won't we won't hear from him because he's on a different spectrum, kind of. 
this is how steampunk started. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it. Yeah. yeah, right? So there's a lot of weird, like, futuristic technology going on there. And old school tech, because he's using a typewriter yeah. and shit. It's all mix-matched. Yeah, so 1929, 2029. Who fucking knows? 3029? 29? <laughs> 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 but that about does it for the transmissions from Homestead. There's one, another one of the five links on the, um, the weird links page is something called the trudy house yes this link is like a complete like 180 from what we've been listening to as well um the trudy house when you click on it you get this basically it links to a pdf and the pdf shows the first thing you see is like a an image with a news article from the trudy house which is that uh you see three fatalities occurred on the Trudy House property. What they say may have been a mechanical malfunction because it was close to an agricultural program of Ridge Valley University in Deptford County. Ooh, there it is. Deptford County. So once you once you go past the news article, you get into what looks like a like written account of this guy named Asher Holland's sophomore year at the university in 1994. Um, this article is 26 pages, so I'm going to do my best to kind of sum everything up because it's, it's A, well-written as hell. It's mm. a very fun, like, short story, um, mm. but as far as us trying to piece together what this has to do with everything else, um, a lot of it is kind of fodder as far as that goes. So um, it's about Asher Holland. He takes a basically a summer class to be a groundskeeper. Uh, for the Trudy House, and he basically mentions that he's a film major, and that th- this really has nothing to do with what he's kind of going after, as far as like what he wants to do with schooling. But he also has nothing else to do, so yeah. he kind of is doing this for the credits. Um, Reminds me of a, a shout box, yeah, right, yeah, it does. Protagonist. Yeah. So um, basically, he's you know he goes to this place with his mom. They travel out there. Um, he's supposed to meet a guy named Professor Joel Emerson, um, but I guess he's pretty common as being kind of aloof and not around much, so mm-hmm. um, they have a hard time finding him. He finds out that the Trudy House is at least 100 years old. It's a very well-preserved home that's kind of out of time and place um, as far as just, you know, visiting older buildings and whatnot. Like, I think of, like, neighbor settlement and shit, like, just in the middle of downtown yeah, yeah, Naperville yeah. and whatnot, but... Um, so he's there. Um, you notice that he's kind of like almost chaptering. Just giving away where we're from, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, right. One of these days, those Germans aren't going to know where we are. Those Germans aren't going to know where Naperville is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a place in Illinois. (laughs) Big old shitbox. It's fine. Um, (laughs) full of racists. (laughs) Rich racists. Um, so basically, uh, like I said, he's at this place. Um, but he's kind of chaptering out what's happening, almost, like chapter one, chapter two. Okay. Um, and you notice that sometimes there'll be just, like, this, like, out-of-place text at the end of a chapter, and then, like, a huge space of text, and then he doesn't really address it. Um, he does the first time, he's like, I don't know what caused the random, like, lettering, but oh well, because he's using a typewriter to write this, so uh, the first random spit-out is... N H Y Y T T T G V space C X Z Z Z. 
Now, me being the sleuth that I am, I've tried to put this into different ciphers, different, you know, hexes, different Morse code. I I got nothing. So, moving on. (laughs) It's just gibberish. (laughs) Um, But the further he got into staying at this house, which was going to be like a month or so's, like a month or two's kind of transition to be this groundskeeper, um, he starts to find out more about the Trudy House, which is um, the lore of the Trudy House involved monsters, magic, shady money, uh, land feuds, Pinkerton men disappearing, and the underground movement. So he gets all this like weird stuff going on in this like... Basically, the Trudy House is when class is in session, which I should have mentioned, like right now it's the off season, so everybody's out of class, they're at home, they're not at the place. It's a frat house. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so there's like, you know, party hard. Yeah, we just, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Basically, like, he meets this random woman and they're like, oh, yeah, I was at a party there like a few months back, like, yada, yada. I but was looking at that. <laughs> well, he was I got talking fisted to a, by four guys. <laughs> he was talking to someone older than his mother, but that's that's fair. Well, um, hey man, <laughs> age don't matter when you party hard. <laughs> age is just a number. It is. No, age is a word. Stupid. Dang, <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he starts to learn more about the Trudy House and kind of keeps going about his time there. Um, and then you know, after a few weeks, uh, he kind of gets to hit. He kind of gets hit with this, like, small-town fog, is what he calls it. And he says that he almost spent, like, a whole day in this, like, weird dream state where he didn't really, like, have any recollection of what was happening. He ended up at a a liquor store and just, like, kind of came to buying a bottle of liquor. And he's like, well, I'm already here, so I might as well, like, roll with it. (laughs) That sounds like me. I woke up with booze in hand in front of the register. Well... I can't say no. This is too convenient. <laughs> can't just yeah, walk right. away from this. Uh, but he doesn't mention that he drinks or smokes prior to this, so like it's just like weird that all of a sudden he's buying booze. Yeah. Um, but he does meet a couple people. Um, his friend Olivia and uh, her friend um, decide that they want to come and have a like a, a, a scary movie night with them, basically. And so they come over to the place and they. They drink a little bit, and they smoke some weed, and they watch Night of the Living Dead, and he 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 says it reminds him of the Trudy House a little bit, because of, if you've ever seen Night of the Living Dead, it's this very kind of run-down shack of a house. Yeah. Um, but once they go to sleep, he kind of wakes up to Olivia being like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? She said that he punched her friend in the face, and that he was screaming bloody murder <laughs> in his sleep. And he's like, I don't remember any of this. Like, I really have no idea. Like, I'm so sorry, yada, yada. So he kind of loses touch with those two friends for a little while. And he just starts buying weed off of Olivia, essentially. And um, so there's these lawn gnomes that are outside of this house. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks for the world building. (laughs) I just want to preface this because... He he like he loves to sit on the deck mm-hmm. and like smoke or have a drink and just like kind of watch the sunset and just look into the forest and there's these like weird lawn gnomes and like there's this big one and then it has this like little family little ones next to it <laughs> and he always mentions that they kind of seem like they're like looking up at him staring at him and sometimes they seem kind of like just like devious and are gnomes whatnot. not always looking up they have to right I don't know I don't care I don't know <laughs> here gnomes are dickheads but that's that's for another episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> another cryptic corner. <laughs> yeah. Um, gnomes. But, uh, so long story short, he starts having these nightmares of these card gnomes actually, like, fucking with him. 
I thought you were going to say fucking him. No. And my butthole puckered a bit. (laughs) (laughs) So so at this point, he's been at the Trudy house for like a month now. Um, Some of his duties were like fixing things around the property. And there's actually 10 acres of land surrounding this place that he's kind of in charge of like kind of patrolling, quote unquote. But like like I said, he, he can never find the professor. So like his duties are very like lackadaisical. He doesn't really have anything he's supposed to be doing. Okay. But he does look for stuff around the house to fix and he starts fixing things and then noticing that they're broken again and like just these weird like anomalies that keep like kind of start happening and they're all coinciding with him having these like nightmares. Um almost like he's haunted. Like a, what? I don't know, like a time loop of broken things or sort of um but like they kind of coincide with these nightmares that he's having so like once he starts realizing that these things are broken again he starts waking up with like dried dirt on his hands or dried blood on his hands or there being like sludge in the basement where he fixed like a window and it's really really weird he's been there for like a month now and he's starting to just kind of break the fuck down he's drinking more he's smoking more He's fixing things that keep like becoming broken. He's having these nightmares, and then finally he goes to Olivia and he's like, "Please just come over one more night. Like I just really need someone to stay here with me. Just come over." And she's like, "All right, cool. Maybe we'll lay off the the weed. We'll watch a funny movie and maybe do some coke." But she was being sarcastic. And then basically the last entry we have is him saying they came over. Entry done. There was three people at the house. Oh, oh shit! There's no entries after that. You said, <laughs> but you said there's three, one at the very beginning. You said the, three people died, right? The very first thing you see when you start reading this PDF document is that there was three bodies found on the Trudy property. Mmm. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Oh, goose bump! Yeah, goose pimples. <laughs> now, I, 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 I might have missed it there for a second. Did that mention anything about the Trudy house being in Deptford? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the Trudy house is on the Ridge Valley. Um, university's property, which is in Deptford County. Okay. So, really the only thing connecting all of these, aside from incredibly depressing, sad premises for all these stories, is that it's centered around Deptford County. Pretty much. Hmm. Deptford's definitely starting to sound like somewhere that I'm not gonna vacation to. Again, right? more like the more research I do about things near Portland, Oregon, <laughs> I don't think I want to go. The there. more I hear about Portland, the more I hate Portland. <laughs> the more I realize that we don't need to fucking be there. So the last uh, archived link that we get is to one called the Vents. Um, I'm going to try and sum this up as best as I can without giving everything away because honestly it's a really fun listen uh it's one of the youtube videos that we find as well uh it links right to it it almost it seems almost like a a podcast episode yeah it's like half an hour long i think right yeah it feels like a audio drama almost like it's really it's it's actually really it's It's very well written yeah a common theme among all of these little entries yeah very well written as as we do um so I'll try, like I said, I'm going to try and sum this up as best I can. So basically we, we start with, uh, what we see on the video is 7-5-1946. Um, and basically it goes into our, our I'm going to call him our main character, um, Robert, explaining that he was on a large metal ship, everyone was torn from the ship and pulled into this like giant like body of water, and it kind of seemed like they were all being tor- 
like pulled towards like a waterfall of sorts. Um, but uh, everything was really dark. He had no trouble breathing while he was being pulled underwater. And um, I don't know. He just he kind of mentions that it's a strange place. It's a strange time. Everything just felt strange to him. Um, he saw these, like, once he actually came out from the water, he sees what he calls, like, mountains of water. Uh, he's kind of standing on this, like, sandbar, and he can, like, see the ship in the distance, but all this, like, these mountains of water, which I'm, like, trying really hard to picture in my mind, but... Maybe big waves? Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe he's just being storytelling, and it's just waves, and... Instead of saying, like, the curtains were blue, you say, like, (laughs) the the, long navy drapes. The long navy drapes were... A skew with depression. Yeah, like, definitely sounds like the the tide was coming in or some shit English like that. Majors. Well, <laughs> he's very adamant about these water mountains. I do want to say that yeah, so, he is. Um, but it, it kind of just goes through him talking about how he, you know, he was trying to get back to his ship. He tried to swim a quarter mile to this thing, uh, but he kept being violently pushed in and out of the water. He there wasn't really anything happening. And then all of a sudden, he uh, he sees like these giant like fleet metal ships passing him with these cotton sails, and they just start passing him one by one. And then finally, one stops and picks him up, and then they're all like docked around this pier in the middle of nowhere. Um, but he ends this segment by saying, and then I always wake up after. Mm-hmm. So we learn that he's he's having this dream. It was all a dream. <laughs> um, so we basically, we start skipping through all these different time jumps of our, our guy, Robert, kind of explaining what's going on after he wakes up. And we learn that he has this recorder that he's allowed to record his kind of thought processes in. Um, and basically, we follow this guy through this descent into what I would call madness or insanity. I don't, I don't really know for sure. I would um, agree with that. Full holdly, full hardly, full holdly, Headly. Fur, full, full on, fur to bird, fur to birdly. He does mention that um, just based on his surroundings, that he thinks he's somewhere in the northwest, like Pacific Northwest. So right there. We're kind of in the same area that we've always been in with all these other stories that we're seeing. Um, the people that have him won't tell him where he's at, um, and he kind of doesn't seem to think anything of that, other than he's like, well, it makes sense. <laughs> it's like, okay. Just explains it away by saying, well, that makes sense. Um, You're somewhere in the Galapagos. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, tracks. okay. That's, that's Fell fine. asleep in Illinois, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But basically, we get these recordings, they kind of skip, like, weeks or days or months even, and we get these, like, big time skips where he kind of starts explaining everything. Um, There's these two main characters that are with him uh, the whole time, Randy and Sandy, um, or Sammy, I'm sorry, and um, they both kind of seem a little crazy in their own right, uh, which makes the whole story even better, realistically. Um, But yeah, he kind of goes through all this stuff, and throughout it you hear him say that he's a mechanic and that he's then a serviceman and that he doesn't know what branch he is in the military and doesn't he talk about like he like snaps to remembering that uh like there's a mission like oh my god i was part of a part of the military we were on a mission what was what was the mission yeah it definitely seems like he's slowly forgetting his himself himself yeah oh absolutely and he brings that up at some points where he's like um he he asked so he when he does his recordings he's actually like talking to a doctor or a therapist of sorts when he starts recording this and there's port there's parts where he's just like you know like 
it's been almost a year or maybe two at this point. I'm not even sure. And like, you know, we started with a ton of people, but now there's only like a dozen left. Like, he's like, I'm excited that they're getting out of this place, but he's like, I want to know when I'm going to leave. And then he, he, he like, will lose his mind and then we'll jump like a week later and then he'll be like, yeah, I'm so sorry, doctor. Like, I didn't mean to snap on you. Uh, I just have these, I just have these questions kind of brewing in my mind. I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, if I, I didn't remember where I was, I'd probably get a little angry. And all of a doctor. sudden you're on a, a random dock yeah. in the middle of the ocean. Like where, where are we? Oh, you're not telling me? Cool. I'll go insane instead. Yeah, pretty much. And like, <laughs> even at one point, like before, like the first year's entry, <laughs> Just slap the microphone real hard, real quick. Sorry, Doug um, is abusing our audio. <laughs> um, this this guy Randy brings him this like folder, and there's a picture in it of him, what looks to be his wife, what looks to be his mother, which he's remembering, but he doesn't know her name. He doesn't know why he has three kids in this picture. He doesn't know anything, and then he just loses his fucking shit. And then we go like we get like a week span without any like updates right um but basically he's starting to realize that oh shit these timelines are moving on without him and you hear him kind of start to come to this conclusion and um well that's kind of like the last thing we hear from him Mm -hmm. and then we get this weird weird piece of audio at the very end which i would like to play for you guys mike are are your, your holes ready Always. Would All right. You, would you like some fuck? Everyone, take a, take a moment. Go find some lube. Just put it directly into your ear holes. It will help the sound carry better. Put a tooth in there. Oh, God, you're all right. It's no longer Mike. Mike. It's just the Tooth Fairy. Yes. New nickname, Tooth Fairy. Can I go by Tooth Fairy instead? Or Orthon the Tooth Collector. I prefer Orthon the Tooth Collector. <laughs> Can we just call you Mike the Tooth? T O F. Mike the Tooth? I've been, yeah, I've been good. Give me that nickname. Alright, well, Mike the Tooth. Alright, so this audio is going to give you guys kind of a big old deep dive into where this story goes and why it's so fantastical, in my opinion. So, uh, here we go. Patient Robert Kerrigan has been dismissed from the Oracle program. He was the last officially recorded ex-Marine, and the original Robert Kerrigan's kin has been informed of our completion of the project. With Kerrigan's dismissal, we conclude the Oracle program as a neutral expenditure. We have no further information on the incident which unfolded at the Pacific location known as The Vents. The original crew of the ship lost at the site, the unyielding Endeavor, have completed their tenure on Bainbridge Island. A ship carrying 57 servicemen and women sank in the Pacific. We knew it as the unyielding endeavor. However, upon bringing the news to the residences of those lost at sea, we found that they were safe at home, spending time with their families before their next time out. One morning a week or so later, dozens of small, single, and duly operated light vessels drifted into Slate Harbor under Deadford County Port Authority. These ships were crafted from the remains of the original, unyielding Endeavor, and their operators were carbon copies of the crew, every last one of the 57. Further medical examination found that they each lacked basic identification, namely their fingerprints. A document named the Harris Findings, 1947-DCVC, 
details the exaggerated dilation of their pupils and the apparent lightening of the skin. Robert Kerrigan, along with his friends such as the Sammy O'Hara and Randy Miller noted in his audio log, have been eliminated from our databases. Their bodies have been disposed of, and they no longer exist, along with the rest of the crew. Their original records of death are our only public displays of information on their status as of current. When the unyielding endeavor sank, and the waters around that area began to churn, something odd happened. A series of seafloor vents seemed to have opened simultaneously to the ship's sinking, and nearly everyone in the wreckage died in the incident. But these patients, the ex-marines chronicled in this log, suddenly showed up one day on the shores of Bainbridge. They were not the same sailors on board. They were lacking fingerprints and severely deprived of any cognitive or personal information from the last decade of their lives. These were not the same patients lost in the incident. Whatever happened at the vents gave new life to those lost in the storm. Whether benevolent or something more sinister, we may never know. So that audio is probably the best part of that whole video, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Kind of ties everything together. Yeah, it really does kind of show why these people don't remember why they're there. Yeah, and I definitely highly recommend take the time, listen to the 30-minute like video. It's really, really fun. Um, as far as that goes, though, uh, I do want to mention that um, basically what we're... What, this is called the vents because... When you're listening to it, you hear about this ship being sucked into the vents, which you kind of heard in that audio. Yeah, the, and so they, by the vents, you, you mean, what do you mean? So it's these sea vents. Oh, like thermal vents opening up and, yep. like, boiling water and shit. So when all this happened, the ship gets pulled in, which, you, like I said, you heard in that audio at the very end. Right. Um, the ship gets pulled into these vents, and that's kind of where they grab the name yeah, from. Yeah, the, the waterfalls yep. are thermal uh, vents, yeah, it seems yeah. like. Okay. It it kind of seems like they're trying like there's a little hint of like a cult action because I think one of the other like sailor guys that get dragged in mentions like the children of the vents. Yeah, Randy does. In yeah, the, in the story, yeah. So. so it's yeah. even got like a fun little cult twist to it. Mm, yeah, it's, it's pretty I weird. Love me some um, cults, and they do they do actually mention that. Uh, well, you like I said when you heard in the audio that Doctor Abigail is reporting from Brain uh, Bainbridge Island, um, which is like a pretty local where. Uh, Where's that? Where's that located there, Doug? Washington. Ah! <gasps> uh, Noni? Omaitawaru. So by, you know, Deptford County. Yeah, which they also mentioned. Yeah, they the mentioned last part of County. It. Yeah, they <laughs> sure did. Mm-hmm. So, there we go. It, it's full-assed circle. It's just fucking... It's, it's weird that all these strange-ass stories are centered around Deptford County. It's very Twilight Zone feeling. Oh yeah, definitely. Speaking of Twilight, I feel whenever I have a couple drinks of my own, I put myself in a Twilight when I go to bed. There are some times when I sleep that the overall sense of calm and nature take over, and mm-hmm. I experience... The sheets start to rise. The sheets start to rise, and <laughs> <laughs> almost like a tent. But I, I, I start to experience the, these, these dreams almost... I wouldn't say lucid for myself because I'm not in full control. Have you ever tried lucid dreaming? 
I have oh. not. All the time, actually. I have as well. I, I can't I can't fucking get it down. If you can lucid dream, you can astral project yourself. I, that's one of the things that I tried to do very, very often, but it's 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 hard to know when you're doing that. It's, yeah. I've had it happen one time. I do know of one of our fellow podcasters that talk a little bit more about lucid yeah. dreaming, though. Oh my god, I'm I'm actually very very excited that the uh, Dream Stream. Yeah, Dream Stream is a podcast that got a hold of us and wanted to just talk about each other on each on each other's podcasts, and I think that it fits super fucking well considering a our very first episode was about the Dream Survey. Fits perfectly. Yeah, exactly. He's actually going to be. Uh divulging into my dream that i had on the dream survey so hopefully he doesn't tell me that i'm like weird or <laughs> he might, I, no, something he might. along those lines he i'm doesn't sure to, i'm weird but he doesn't need to say that like, I also, it's just apparent i also That's have fair. another dream that he can use if he wants to it's the only somewhat lucid dream i've ever had in my entire life so if he wants to use that he is more than welcome to ask us and i'll give him a rundown of what happened but uh it's it's very interesting listening to him talk about how his experience with lucid dreaming goes. Yeah, it's his his whole podcast is about. I think it started with him attempting to lucid dream and kind of sharing his experiences about it. And yeah, and him practicing over the the each episode episode you, you yeah. see like the the improvement. You know what I mean? I know that all of you out there listening to us tend to spark up a dube while uh, while listening. <laughs> I would highly recommend doing that to his. Get yourself a fucking uh, uh, a roll up a baby baby's leg. leg. A baby, <laughs> baby's leg. There it is. But it's, he also takes he also takes like um like like uh, he if submissions he takes yeah. submissions. So if if you go to uh, a dream stream and you submit your you know, lucid dream. It you might end up on his show. And yeah, get a hold of him. Like if you have some weird dreams, please get a hold of him. He would love to hear from you, and we would love to help him out because I honestly think this is a awesome idea for a podcast. Yeah, check this dude out. It's super fun. Um, dreams are just weird. They're like if you like weird, weird dreams, are fuck weird. it. Like obviously, you like <laughs> weird. your dream. Yeah, you're here, so you like weird. Go check out Dreamstream. His content is top-notch. It's fantastic. He's a great job of incorporating listeners' dreams. Um, he's very engaging with his audience. So, if you listen and you decide, you know what? I've had some fucking weird-ass dreams in the recent you know, weeks. Please share them with him. Let him know what's going on. He will feature your dreams on his show. He'll talk about dreams... They'll try to lucid dream. You'll learn a whole bunch. So please go listen to Dreamstream. You can find him on his Linktree as well. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure his Linktree is just linktree.com slash Dreamstream. Yeah. Um, and Facebook, Spotify, yep, that's Apple the best Podcasts. way to find like, him. There's so, a whole bunch. Yep, that's the so best please, way to find him. Please, 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 please go listen to him. Um, he took the time to reach out to us. Allergies, sorry. Mike, you gotta stop barking. I know. I'm, I'm really. I need a Ricola. I know. Well, he took or the time some Benadryl to... so I can lucid dream. <laughs> there you go. Or take some Ambien or yeah, Quaalude or two. That'll give you some real good dreams. He took the time to reach out to us and say, like, hey, I think that you guys have a really cool idea. Let's get back um, to the pod. 
Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's let's go check out Dreamstream. Yeah. Let's uh, let's head back into uh, Deptford County, please. So there's a couple other things that we uh, that we kind of go from off of uh, these uh, hidden archives, if you will. Um, what's uh what's the weird one that we see? Hmm. So, what is it, Mike? So sorry. Have you have you found the page? No, yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm giggling because I'm putting in the password to the tablet here, and I just hear. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, it's talking to me. So sorry. Um, no, there. So on uh, um on on the page with the transmissions from Homestead, if you click on transmission, I believe it's two. If you click on, if if you drag your mouse over to and hold over to it, you get these two side tabs that drop down. You get one to these things. Uh, to two links. One connects you to Moonbog, the other connects you to a Twitch account. Moonbog, it, it seems like a news article page. Doesn't really have much to do with what we've been going over here. It's mainly some guy just writing articles about how much he hates like Trump, and it's honestly it's, it's just political. Like, yeah, one of the images you see is like Trump screaming with a bunch of hate words behind them. Yeah, and shit. it's it's very like. I, I don't want to say propaganda, but well, it does you have can, that. though. Well, it's yeah, almost I, like I, I will. It's almost like a weird outlet for whoever's writing these articles because, uh, like, just going through some of them, you see one where he's like almost shitting on Kobe Bryant dying. Yeah, yeah which like, I was like, what? The it's fuck? like it's like this. This moon bog is just for this guy to vent, but in kind of a nice like journalistic point of view. You know what I mean? Like, oh, not you can like tell, deep ocean vents, like. Oh yeah, like we just mentioned. Gotcha. Yes. But, <laughs> but it, it's like he—he's very—he—he—he he, he knows how to write. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he just writes about weird shit. Everything yeah. is different. He talks about like I—I I think he talks about like the four horsemen of the apocalypse at one point. If I'm not, I believe there's one article that follows like a specific murder. Like yeah, it goes on and just on a bunch and of on. bunch of weird shit. Other than that, there's that much. To the Moonbog. It's it's very basic, just a guy ranting in what looks like a news article format. That's about it. Um, there the, is, there's one more, uh, so when you were talking about that clickable drop-down link. Yeah, there's two of them. There's Moonbog there and there's the second one, which is... The second one segway. takes you, yep, what's the best way to get around town? Scooter. Um, a bird scooter. You're probably right. Yo, bird scooters are the shit. When I, went, <laughs> when I went to Gen Con in 2019, those things were fucking lit. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I was zipping around downtown just Indianapolis. Just fucking leave it wherever like, you want. Just call fucking, it a day. Well, you, know you don't leave it anywhere. You leave it in a fucking zone. You be a, a bird station. Person. A bird nest. Dude, no. Not even kidding. So, the streets in Indianapolis, just have to say this. They have these like red and green like pieces of the street where your your bird scooter goes faster. So if you're oh, driving shit. on the sidewalk, you're going at like one set speed, but if you're on the street in this zone, you go fucking you're just fucking flying. Yeah, it's like in Mario Kart when you're on the green arrows going forward, you go faster rather than the red ones going down. They're, it, ma- they're making Mario Kart in real life. It's fucking awesome. That is all. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> anyway, second tab. What second it tab. Um, so the first one goes to Moonbog, which is just a bunch of political bullshit. Uh, the second one goes to 
a Twitch channel by the name of Mozan Marzipan. I love Marzipan. And at first, when you first click it, it shows zero videos or this user's not online, so you can't view anything. If you click around a bunch, you do find one video. It's a 30-second video of him, like, mixing some songs together for, like... Like, actually him, or is it like a, like a screenshot well, of his computer? It's like a screen cap of his desktop. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like, you can't see him. Um, that's all it is for 30 seconds, is just that. And I, when I saw this, the, you know, internet investigator in me went, why is this here? This is, again, nothing, not, none of the things on this page fit together, really. Mm-hmm. They're just, I mean, good writing. Deptford County. Yeah. That's about it. Did that go anywhere else? The the Twitch thing? Uh well it did. It led me to a few places. At first I was like, this is leading me nowhere, this is leading me nowhere. I spent a solid four hours <laughs> just kind of trying to get to the bottom <laughs> of this shit. Um, which is why I didn't exactly know all of my topics this week. So thank you, Mike, for <laughs> picking up the slack. Well, of course. <laughs> but uh so I found this uh this Twitch user, Mozan Marzipan. Did you, do, this... did you just do what I did and literally just copy-paste that name into, like, Twitter and Facebook and everything and see what came up? I typed in, like, Mozan Marzipan. I typed in Mozan Marzipan Deptford. I typed in Mozan Marzipan Twitch. I, ty- I typed in a bunch of search terms. Eventually, I got to uh, a Twitter account under the same-ish name. Um, it's slightly different, but it's definitely the same person. You can, I compared the profile pictures between mm-hmm. the Twitch and the Twitter. Mozan Marzipan uh, is an alias for the author of a short story by the name of the House of Fletcher. Ooh. I didn't know what the fuck this had to do with anything at first. And so I, like, I looked at that. I go, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, what is, why are you a part of this, right? Like, why are, out of all the things, why are you embedded in this back-end part of the website? Yeah. And I looked a little bit more into the House of Fletcher. In the House of Fletcher, it's all centered around a building called the Benjamin Macy Memorial Hospital. Now, if we go way back to the Tumblr, which you got to from the very basic webs, the public library website. The first image you see is a dilapidated old stone building. With I don't the title wanna... of Benjamin Macy Memorial Hospital. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just had like a fucking. Brain... I saw it in your face. I just had a brain melt for a second. Your brain came all over the table. They mentioned that hospital in the um. Oh fuck! What video is that? Um, you the, got three choices. The one that I just watched today, <laughs> Shoutbox. Um, shout, Shoutbox. Yes, he mentions he he work he works near that or he lived near that. Oh shit! See, I didn't even catch that. That's what I was talking about. We were talking. We were talking off. Uh, off microphone about a connection between the two. I thought it was a bridge. It was the hospital. That's gotcha. what it was. So Benjamin Macy Memorial Hospital is a picture on like. The landing page for Deptford County. If you Google search that, you will pull up two things. One is this current website that we're viewing. 
the Deptford County site for the public library that leads you to all these back-end bullshit links. The other one is for a short story called The House of Fletcher. Now, for me, this is probably the first big lead that we've gotten on this whole fucking thing. Um, If you read through The House of Fletcher, you see that it's about a group of children, not children, like teens, I guess, that go visit this abandoned hospital in a place called Deptford County. I was was still getting over the fact that I was mind-blown that I remembered that the hospital was in here (laughs) and in the shout box. Well, there's a lot of random connections that we, like, haven't really talked about as far as that goes. There are. I mean, there's a ton of connections, but... They're very small. And Each they don't, connection is very small. As of now, they don't they don't matter. No. Nope. At all. No. Nope. Um, and you'll see why a little bit later when we go through, like, what we all kind of think about what this is. Um, so, this hospital is kind of a, a star location in this short story called The House of Fletcher. If you look up... Who wrote The House of Fletcher? It brings you to a Twitter handle by the name of Mozan Marzipan, which matches the Twitch stream that is linked directly into this hidden archive. Noni? Um, this is his Twitter and Twitch handle. Um, so, being the curious fellow that I am, I decided to tweet at him with the link to the Deptford County site that we've been deep diving here. Diss you. <laughs> and I just said, you know anything about this? And that's it. <laughs> and he literally replied back with two words, just fish compost. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if I'm being honest, I could not have asked for a better reply. I, I would say, not only is that the funniest fucking thing, but that's a pretty solid confirmation Considering there is that fish compost. He at least post. took a look at the link I sent him. Yeah, right. Which I, I wish he would have said something more telling to say like, hey, yes, I'm a part of this. Um, but he didn't. He just said fish compost. And it's on the page that I sent him. So he could have just pulled it from there. One of the things that I've been thinking, though, is there was a, a random string of letters in one of these posts. Yeah. Which one was it? Doug, right? Which one was the one with the, the random string of letters? That was the Trudy House. So, like, yeah, there's, like, random, like, uh, it was Just letters gibberish, and right? commas and periods, like, that don't really... I couldn't decipher, basically. So there is a certain cipher that uses a key to decipher it. I was kind of thinking that if you put fish compost as the key... And then plugged that string of random bullshit into it. It mm. might spit something out. I'm not hmm. sure. It's very possible. This is literally a thought that I had like 20 minutes ago. So, <laughs> I mean, we can definitely check it out. Or, you know what? Even better, you guys can check it out. If one of you sleuths out there decides that it's worth your time digging into. I mean, this is all over the Reddit. Uh, subreddit ARG. Like. People talk about this and are like, what is this? And I wouldn't like, even I don't s- fucking know. That's the thing. I wouldn't even say this is all over that subreddit. This is pretty damn niche. Yeah. Well, it would you, would you say we're at the I conclusion mean, if, here? I mean, yeah, I was going to say you uh, kind of name dropped the, yeah, uh, yeah, are the we ARG the, Reddit. Yeah. What, I don't mean to say this is an ARG. What I mean, like, I've been searching through Reddit to find out what exactly this is. Like, I tweeted the fucking 
author of a short story that shares <laughs> a name with the city that we're researching right now. So like, let's, it's, it's, this is all long shots. Let's have some fun here. Let's play the game that we played last time. On the count of three, let's I'm all good. say yeah. real or fake. One, two. Oh, you know, on, on go. Sorry, Come on, on go. man. One, two, three, go. Ready? One, two, three, go. Fake. Fake. <laughs> yeah. I'm, to me, this seems like the world-building stage of any kind of story. Like an author. If yeah. you do any, any fucking research into this, mm-hmm. you will find out that none of these places exist, none of these people are real. If you if you even look into the uh, transmissions from the transmissions fucking link, yeah. <laughs> um, if you if you read the transcripts, there is a point where they actually kind of give you the fucking location of where the homestead is, mm-hmm. which is based in Deptford. Um, but he tells you it's it's fourteen miles from here, east two he miles tells you the two fucking, miles north. Like he gives sea you, level yeah, orientation. He, yeah, it's like negative. Point, point zero one four two or, or something. something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. gives you all this information you need to know to find out where exactly Deffer would be in the Seattle, Washington, Oregon area. And again, you found this fucking author to it. I think this guy's just trying to fucking advertise for his his writing. I agree. So, me being who I am, I tweeted at him saying, "Do you know about this?" He literally just replied, "Fish compost." I don't know what that means. There's yeah. no there's no strong leads to any of this. Now, what does uh, fish compost mean? A lot of these a lot of these stories, I get strong, strong Stephen King vibes from this because not only do all these uh stories take place in one area, like Deptford, like Stephen King does in Maine, but in all Stephen King novels, they all kind of have like a slight hint towards the other novels. Like you get the turtle, you know, from all Stephen King things. In this one, you get a hint towards being a journalist. You have a journalist here. You get a hint towards, yeah. you know, boats in this one and this one. You get a lot of small school in a school. You get very small hints but again, in all of them. World building. Like it's world building. Writers, uh, everywhere. They That's how they start. You start with, I mean, Look at the fucking uh, J.R.O. Tolkien. He started with a language. Dwarven. Tolkien. Whatever. Fucking pleb. He started with a language. Yeah. Which moved on to a culture, which moved on to a region, which moved on to a country, which moved on to a whole fucking world. And that's how you start all of these things. Mm -hmm. To me, it's a giant world-building exercise. It sure is. And I I really... One of the biggest things is I hope this dude wrote all of these short stories and, like, these different, like... I guess other mm. I parts like of did. it because yeah. they're they're so well written. Um, we're in an ongoing story building process, yep. like we've kind of mentioned here. Yeah, it literally had an update two days ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, look at this shit because as we were looking at this, it had like 130 views per episode or something. Yep. It's very low key. Check it out. It's very, very fun. Very, very, very interesting. Hidden. Just look at it because this is really cool world building for a story that this guy's obviously trying to tell. And it's or been going for a fucking seven hot years. minute. Yeah, it's seven so, years. So hopefully, you know, it picks the pace up a bit. Please, I don't <laughs> want to have to come back seven years from now. And be like, all right. So, um, do you guys remember what we talked about seven right. years ago? <laughs> also, no. remember what's that, Sonny? Yeah. If, if you're gonna look it up, remember it's Deptford County, D E P T F O R D, not Deptford Township. 
Yeah. Not New Jersey. Like, that is a real place yeah. in New Jersey. Not, God, we keep going back to these fucking... All right, <laughs> New anyways. Jersey and Oregon. Like, those yep. are the two fucking areas that we specialize in, apparently. Yep. We are nowhere near either of these places, <laughs> mind <laughs> you. We have no business talking about them. <laughs> well, boys, I just want to say... do How do you want to finish this off? Well, I... I'll let you two go first. Okay. I've got mine. So, I will say, I want you to take your toothbrush... Run it under some hot water. Sorry, okay, I dropped done. my <laughs> I dropped my toothbrush. I was getting prepared. I was in the moment. Um, take your toothbrush like I just did. Run under hot water. Scrub your friend's teeth. And if you can't find a friend, scrub your pet's teeth. Also, if you think that's not what we're doing directly after we end this, you get wrong, oh, buddy. Yeah, blow your audio out with that one. You take your beans. You take your pans, <laughs> you mix them together, and what you have is the facts. It's a fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Of Peebus. <laughs> and uh, I just want to introduce this new product. It's Peebus with extra fizz. <laughs> Crispy Peebus. Crispy Peebus. Um, I mean, I'll obviously always, always, always stay paranoid. But as we kind of roll out of here, I would like to enlighten all of you. To the wonders of fish composting. No! <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We are absolutely doing this. Look us up uh, at If Dility I had to Pod. fucking look up how to do this and what it is, we're hearing about it. You can find so, us at DuluteyPod everywhere you go. Du- go to our Linktree, linktree.com slash DuluteyPod. Uh, look at our YouTube channel, Don't Look on the Internet. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all DuluteyPod. Just look up DuluteyPod. You'll find us. Smash that like button. Smash ring that, that bell. Like button. Stick I'll, your dick and I'll, get, fish I'll rub your compost. tummy. I won't kiss it because HR. I'll, I'll rub your tummy. Hey, you guys are just putting off the fish compost. No, now. yeah, yep. The music's already <laughs> playing. You, it's, it's going over it's you right not. now. Fish compost, go. So, fish composting is achieved by using three parts carbon to one part nitrogen. Or-